Hey guys, I'm coming to you with a little announcement today. Well, actually, a pretty big announcement. As you may know, we're about to wrap up our second season of the show. And I must say, these are two seasons I'm really proud of. Making this show has been fun and challenging and engaging. I've gotten to work with some of the best people in the biz. Shout out to the Not Past It team, always. I've gotten to connect with all of you, my beloved listeners. Your emails, DMs, and messages about your love for the show floor me every single time. From the bottom of my little podcast heart, thank you so much for listening. I really mean it. Our team made these last two seasons in partnership with Gimlet Media and Spotify. After today, we're going to be taking a break from making new episodes as we go out to find a new partner for the show. But for now, Gimlet will continue to publish some of our best episodes from these past two years. We don't know exactly when we'll be back with new episodes, so if you want to keep up with the latest Not Past It news, you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter, at Simone Polanin, for updates. Until then, I think it's time we have a little send-off party, don't you? From Gimlet Media, this is Not Past It, a show about the stories we can't quite leave behind. I'm Simone Polanin. Today, we're bringing you another episode of Not Past It Trivia, all about endings, reinventions, and new beginnings from across history. With two special guests, we know a little thing about putting a pod on pause. Don't mind me, I'll just be listening to Vitamin C's 2000 single, Graduation Parentheses Friends Forever, on repeat. We'll be back with trivia after the break. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Okay, it's time to meet our trivia players. Joining us today are Emmanuel Jochi and Saeed Tijan Thomas. Both very impressive audio producers, hosts, writers, and more. Welcome, Emmanuel and Saeed. What's up? Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah what a nice introduction. Go. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I have to mention this, uh, which is that all three of us have hosted shows that are no longer in production, <laughs> which is a really fun thing to have in common. <laughs> yeah, the best. Yeah. yeah, it is It is a weird thing to have in common, but a good thing, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, see in, we'll see in a few years how we turn out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emmanuel, you worked on Reply All when that show mm -hmm. ended. Saeed, your show Resistance also ended after a couple seasons. What was that like for you? I'm also just asking this as somebody who's going through this right now. Honestly? Like, really, really honestly? Mm hmm You know when you're like a senior, you know you have just like one last final or uh -huh. something like that? God. That's what I remember making the last episode of Reply All felt like. I was just like, I just have this one week, like, and then I'm out. And then I felt really sad afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's funny that you mentioned the senior thing. I've been saying that I have senioritis, and like that is exactly what it feels like. I'm already a procrastinator, and it's gotten like really bad this week in particular. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm also thinking about my life and like what comes next. And on some days, I'm like, the world is full of opportunity. I can right. be anything that I dream up. Exactly. And then on other days, I'm like, um, maybe I'll just go be a chicken farmer and like give all of this up. And- hey, shout out to chicken farmers. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. that would make for really, really good last day, like company-wide email material <laughs> just like hi it's been real i'm gonna go be a chicken farmer here's my first two eggs right. no regrets have a great summer you know never change mm-hmm. that would be amazing um but listen i'm sure there are a lot of people listening who have either lost their jobs or are feeling weird about their situation right now and um i'm wondering do you have any advice on how to deal with that oof that's tough I think what's helped me is like trying to throw myself into things that I've always been passionate about that I maybe didn't get time to do a lot of while I was working here. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was doing a lot of writing for the show, but I didn't do so much writing for myself. And so picking that back up and then starting to just like write again Mm -hmm. and sucking at it, but like really pushing myself to push through that wall and like really figure out again what I love about that has been really it's, it's been really good. Kind of feeding Mm. yourself and feeding your natural curiosities and your natural uh, interests that you didn't have to do to satisfy capitalism (laughs) might might go a long way in, like, really um, holding you over until you figure out what's next, you know? Mm -hmm. For me, the best thing that I did was I just allowed myself to worry. Because you're Mm. full of—there's all these people telling you, like, don't worry about anything, like— relax like do whatever and you're just like i don't know i need to figure out how i'm gonna feed myself and so for me it doesn't help if i just like go to the beach without thinking about it Mm. i would be like this monday from 10 a.m to 1 p.m i am gonna worry about healthcare, and i'm just gonna figure that out and i'm gonna call a bunch of people and i would do that every week and then i'd be like the rest of the week i can't worry about this stuff (sighs) but it would make me feel like all oh, right, I'm I'm dealing with it. I'm not ignoring it, and that felt me helped me feel like, yeah, yeah. kind of balanced. Oh, I might have to use that. That's really good. Um, okay, so right now we're doing some trivia inspired by this moment, you know, senioritis end of school <laughs> times. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that spirit, I will be testing you. We've got three rounds of trivia. All inspired by endings and new beginnings. Okay. Nice. Um, we've also got a special prize for whichever one of you wins. Oh. Do you want to know what is at stake? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Absolutely. This is, I, I, I think I understood what we were doing, but I didn't understand this as a competition. That's why you, you when I came in here, you had weird energy. You were, you were, you, the way you looked at me, the way you dapped me up, you're I the, was like, the enemy. I was like, what are we, what's, what's going on? And now I understand. Now I understand. Yeah. Do, do you know how competitive we are? Oh, I had no idea. We got into like a month long fight last year about who would win in a race. In a race. Like a foot we, race. We never actually raced. And this man really said that he would beat me because he wanted it more. <laughs> I think that's honestly what it comes down to. Hey, that is that's a what factor. competition comes down to. Whoever wants it more will win. Right. All right, let's let's not do this here. We're in public. 
Whatever, man. Let's let's get ready. Let me let me crack my knuckles. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is a competition. Okay. There is a prize at stake, which is um, you will get 20 seconds to pitch any subject or topic oh, no. that you think should be taught in history class. Oh man. All right, let's get into it. Round one. Okay, my friends. This round is called This Week in History, Second Acts. We're going classic, not past it, and asking you questions around real events from this very same week in history at the time that we're taping this. Again, this trivia is all about endings and rebirths. And in this round, we found a bunch of reinventions from this week in history. And Emmanuel, we are going to start with you. Okay. On May 15th, 1940, the very first McDonald's restaurant opened in San Bernardino, California. Originally, McDonald's was actually a barbecue joint. A little less than a decade in, the McDonald's brothers streamlined their operations and menu, becoming the burger and fry mainstay we know today. Now, my question for you is multiple choice. How much did a McDonald's hamburger cost in 1948? Is it A, 5 cents, B, 8 cents, C, 15 cents, or D, 25 cents? So I'm going to say 25 cents seems high for 1948. Um, Five cents seems a little low. So if there's 50% chance between B and C, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with C. That is correct. Let's go. You got it. Yes. Some burgers are 15 cents. That's like a down payment on the house. Yes, the original McDonald's hamburger cost 15 cents, which is about $1.93 in today's dollars. Though, interestingly enough, a hamburger is $2.49 today. So I don't know what's up with that. Inflation. All right. uh, We're going to move on to our second question in the round. Yes. On May 17th, 1900, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz by L. Frank Baum was first published. It was an immediate bestseller, all about the totally transformative journey shared by a young girl from Kansas, a lion who becomes courageous, a tin man who earns a heart, and maybe most impressively, a scarecrow who winds up with a head full of brains. In the film adaptation, Dorothy's slippers are, as you may know, red, specifically ruby red, but they are a different color in the book. Saeed, do you know what color that is? Okay, ruby red in the movies. I I wish you would have asked me what color they are in the movies. I was so ready to be like red. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I want to say green because it's green is the color of a witch. Mm. That's my rationale. I'm going to say green. I'm going to say green. I liked your thought process. Unfortunately, that is not correct. Oh, my God. But I appreciate you thinking through it. The correct answer was silver. Oh. Silver. Silver shoes. Oh, that's a toughie. Yeah, I would never go with Silver? Let's not let that happen again. Maybe, <laughs> maybe give me a multiple choice next time. <laughs> um, 
Well, let's let's see how the rest of this goes. Oh, wow. No promises. <laughs> All right. Uh, for question three, we're going to go back to you, Emmanuel. Okay. On May 19th, 2018, the world's most famous American actress, Meghan Markle, married Prince Harry in a highly publicized, globally televised ceremony at St. George's Chapel in London. Across the world, the addition of Markle to the royal family was considered a big step in the remaking of the British monarchy for a more modern era. But we all know how that went. Mm -hmm. Um, Emmanuel. Yes. On the big day, who tuned in to the broadcast in bigger numbers? Was it Americans or Brits? Oof. I feel like this question is targeted because, you know, I'm English. But (laughs) I... I mean, I watched it that day. Um, who tuned in in bigger numbers? I mean, there are more people in America. E- Sorry, this is such an easy question, bro. Like, I, I'm very upset that you keep getting these. I don't keep getting these no, soft no, this, layups. This is this is, a, this is this is like a potentially difficult one because no, the British people are racist as hell towards that woman. Ain't no way they tuned in more than <laughs> Americans. Okay, but this was a star-studded event. I remember you had like. David Becks was there. You had that amazing sermon by Bishop Michael Curry, Chicago. Okay, so I, I'm going to let you choose my fate, which is I'm going to hold up oh, my two fists towards you. Mm-hmm. They're, they're closed right now. And I have assigned an answer to each fist in my mind. Mm-hmm. I want you to pick the answer. Uh, I pick right, right fist. Okay. More people in America. That is correct. <laughs> Thank you, Saeed. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. More Americans oh tuned in gosh. than Brits. 18 million Brits watched on TV as compared to 29 million Americans. Wow. I mean, yeah. To me, that makes a ton of sense. Saeed, we're going to go back to you. You've got the last question in the round. Okay. On May 20th, 1873, a patent for special copper rivets for work pants was secured by two men in California. The rivets were supposed to make your pants sturdier, and the whole getup, work pants plus strategically placed rivets, was originally referred to as waste overalls. Their product eventually became known as something else, something very common. Saeed, do you know what waste overalls became? What the heck? Oh, don't overthink this, mate. You've got it. It's got to be jeans, right? It's is jeans. Your final answer? Jeans. Jeans is my final answer. <laughs> you are correct, Saeed. Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh, my God. I was so worried when you said 1800. I was like, another damn 1800s <laughs> question. <laughs> like, questions that I couldn't have even answered at the time because I would have been in bondage. Like... <laughs> <laughs> they probably had us in these overalls. Probably not this new kind, the waste ones. <laughs> you think they had us? We probably didn't get waste, waste overalls. overalls. Till, we probably didn't get waste overalls till like you know, like nineteen thirty or something. <laughs> you know, on layaway. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of round one. Um, which means that it's time to check in on our score. We've got our producer, Laura, here. Um, Laura, where do we stand? It's two to one. Emmanuel is two. <laughs> Saeed is one. 
but two to one, it's anyone's game after just a single round. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything can happen. Anyone's game. All right. Yeah, you know. We're going to move on to our second round, mm-hmm. which is called OG or Reboot. Oh. Yeah. Round two. In it, we are going to play you some audio from TV shows that ended, spent some time off the air, and then came back as a reboot. You're going to have to tell me whether the clip is from the original or the reboot. Okay. Um, and our first question is going to Saeed. Oh, let's go. This clip is from the beloved Queer Eye franchise, which premiered in 2003 and was rebooted in 2018. Let's take a listen. So the first ingredient in this is sodium lauryl sulfate, which is actually the same thing that cleans the car the car engine in a car. But it says moisturizing. She's a liar. She's a liar. <laughs> so Saeed, was that OG or reboot? That's an OG. Something about the background music sounded very, like, early 2000s. It didn't sound spicy. It didn't sound... It didn't have the sparkle that that new age reality TV has. In 2003, were we as a society really... Were white people really talking about moisturizing their faces in 2003? I totally... I wholly believe the gay white people were definitely talking about moisturizing in 2003. I definitely was not. But they probably were. So I... Mm. I'm, I'm gonna go with... I'm gonna go with OG. Very deep analysis. I yeah. appreciate it. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh my Sorry. god! This was um, a clip of Jonathan Van Ness uh, in the reboot of Queer Eye. You'll get another chance later. Okay. But first, we got to go back to you, Manuel. Right. And I can afford to get this one wrong now. <laughs> All right. This clip is from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh wow! Uh, a show I actually watched. <laughs> like this thing is rigged against me, but you know I'm not gonna say nothing. Like it's cool. Um, the original Sabrina ran from 1996 to 2003, mm-hmm. and it was rebooted by Netflix in 2018, where it ran for two seasons. Here is our clip. Okay. I think I have a fever. I can't go to school. It's just parents' night. But I hate school. Oh, my stomach hurts. Don't grow up. And don't try making it snow. Hey, it just started snowing. It's really coming down. Hilda. Okay, okay. It stopped. There. No one was hurt. Yeah, it's the OG. For sure, the OG. You got that correct. That was the OG. The new one. I I only watched the first episode of the new one because, you know, Mad Men gang. We're here to support Keenan Shipka. But, uh, yeah, not the same vibe. Not the same vibe. Also, yeah. these the voices of these actors are like burned into my brain. Yeah, like, this is like after school, like food for the soul. Like you come home, you turn on the TV. Like this is one of the things that you would watch. Like oh, yeah. these women are like they're <laughs> friends to me. Like, <laughs> these are my aunts. Right. Yeah, <laughs> totally. We are going back to you, Saeed. The following clip comes from none other than Sex and the City. The Sex and the City franchise. Oh, this is this You don't know who you're dealing with. Saeed is like, you you explain your love for this show. I I don't know. I don't I can't explain my love for this show, <laughs> except that when I was 13 years old, I spent an entire summer watching 
marathons of this show on my couch by myself and I have no idea what I was connecting to. Maybe it was the fact that she was a writer living in New York and doing her thing and they were like young, wild, and free. I I, I don't I don't know. But like now I'm in New York and it's not as glamorous as they made it out to be. But like you know, I I'd, I'd like to think that I made them proud a little bit or something. Like I I don't maybe I I I don't know. I just I just love these women for some reason. Were you watching it on HBO or like TBS? No, TBS. It was okay. ca- I was watching it on cable. So you got the like censored version. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Maybe fucking on that show. I never actually got to see them fuck. Yeah. Like, wow. So you've got. I so feel I gotta, like you I have a whole new experience to have. Well, I'm very excited to play this clip for you. Okay. So I remember this time that my friend Samantha Jones even pulled my diaphragm out with her bare hand. It was really stuck. Like she was up in there for like a minute. This is a reboot. Yeah, you got it. That is from the show. And just like that, the Sex and the City reboot. All right, for question four, we're going back to you, Emmanuel. Okay. This clip is from the ABC classic Full House. It originally aired from 1987 to 1995. Mm -hmm. And almost 20 years later, it got a second life on Netflix as the reboot Fuller House. Mm. Let's take a listen. Are you hurt? No, no, I'm okay. I can't believe I did this again. No, 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 as long as you're okay. Well, I am until Dad sees his house and Joey sees his car. Mm. Oh, okay, that's the OG. Because Joey, I think, is not in the reboot. I think. So I'm going to say the OG. That is incorrect. incorrect. What? It's incorrect. Is it correct? I would have got this one right, too. (laughs) What? Yeah. This is actually from the Um, So in this particular scene, we have got a grown-up Stephanie Tanner who drives her uncle's car through the kitchen of their beautiful San Francisco home, um, which is actually something that also happened on the show's original run. Uh, This is a tricky one. We kind of tricked you. You know, you did kind of trick me because the Jerry threw me off, but my initial instinct was... This is like there are way more women speaking than ever. There was the OG, you know what I mean? Like the OG was so like yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to capitalize on the success of three men and a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on that note, mm. that brings us to the end of the second round, which means it's time to Nine. check in on the scores. Do I have one more? I've answered two correctly, or one? Um. Well, I've not been keeping track of this, but <laughs> Laura has. So Laura. <laughs> You want to tell us what's Saeed, up? you're right. You've answered two questions correctly. So you're two. Emmanuel, you now have three. Damn it. I thought this we were tied. Ra- this is actually a I bad round we for tied. me. Okay, this is good. Let's keep trending in this yeah, direction. Yeah. Like, so three to two? This is a, three this to two. Is a this is a dangerous Saeed, lead. Let's go, this is a dangerous go, lead. Go, okay. Things are heating up here. Um, we've got to take a break. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, but before we do, guys, listen. I've been hosting two seasons of this show. I'm tired. We need to throw to the break. You guys are seasoned hosts. You think you can uh, take a stab at throwing us to the break? Yeah. This is not for points. This is just for um, my for own whatever. enjoyment. <laughs> well, you know, despite 
this economy we're in, despite the layoffs, somehow this show still has ads. And so we're going to throw to them. And when you come back, you're going to hear me win. <laughs> okay. That, I mean, sure. We, that, you can lie. That's fine. Um, I'm going to pop my LaCroix, my LaCroix, however you want to say it. And when we come back... Have the ad started already? Is that what and when, we, and when we come back... <laughs> None of that shit you say is going to be true. So let's let's get it. Let's go to the break. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This week, we're playing Not Past It Trivia, and we are joined by two former Gimlet Media hosts. We're talking beginnings and endings of all kinds with our friends Emmanuel Jochi and Saeed Tijan Thomas, former hosts of Reply All and Resistance, respectively. How are you guys feeling? You know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I think I'm feeling calm and focused on the task at hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like the I have the wind in my sails right now mm-hmm. to carry me through to the end for a victory. I am very confident that I'm going to win. Um, yeah, and let's, let's get it. All right, well, listen— Fate is a fickle mistress. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Tables can turn. So let's get into our third and final round of the game. Round three. In this round, we are calling Which Came First? Mm. For this game, we are going to take a look at some big pivots through history, and you will have to tell me which of two events happened first. Sound good? Yep. Sounds good. All right, Saeed, we're going to start with you. Finally. Before Twitter was Twitter, it was a company called Odeo. What? Which, appropriately enough, was a place where people could find and subscribe to podcasts. Oh. Now, Saeed, which came first, Twitter or the iPhone? I want to say Twitter. Um, I feel like it was one of those things where, like, People were locking onto their desktops to, I don't know, listen to podcasts or also write stupid shit like, I'm eating a bagel. (laughs) Um, And then, like, the iPhone came along and made that more accessible, basically. Like, you could be like, I'm eating a bagel on the toilet now instead of, like, (laughs) instead of doing it at your desktop. That's I think that's how it happened. So... I'm going to go with Twitter. I'm going to go with Twitter. That is correct. Let's go! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Odeo became Twitter in March of 2006, a little more than a year before the iPhone first became available to the public in June of 2007. All right, let's just roll into question number two. Emmanuel, this one is for you. Okay. Okay. NBA star Michael Jordan played 13 seasons in total for the Chicago Bulls, but in the midst of his success, he took a break from basketball and took his talents to baseball. During his career with the Bulls, Jordan played alongside eccentric rebounder Dennis Rodman, who became just as known for his headline-grabbing activity off the court, including his brief nine-day marriage to model-slash-actor-slash-host Carmen Electra. Now, Emmanuel, which came first? Michael Jordan's swing at baseball 
or Rodman and Electra getting hitched? Oh, man, this I, is a tough I love this for you, bro. Michael Jordan's first retirement from basketball was what? 93? Into 94? Yeah, 93. Dennis Rodman, I feel like the stuff I've seen of him in Kamala Electra, it's like when he's on the Bulls, so that's after MJ comes back or when my MJ comes back. I'm going to say um, MJ's foreign to baseball began before Dennis Rodman's marriage to Kamala Electra. That is correct. Yes, Michael Jordan pivoted to baseball in 1994, about four years before Dennis Rodman, and Carmen Electra said, I do, in 1998. All right, Said, we are going back to you. Which came first? Drew Barrymore's hit talk show, The Drew Barrymore Show, or mm. Drew's announcement that she was going to take an indefinite hiatus from acting? I don't know. It just seems natural to me that she would have retired from acting and then started the show. Those this could be a totally options. trick question, and she might not have actually announced her retirement from acting Until, yet. Until, yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, agree with you? Shut up. Like, get out of here. <laughs> you know what? I wish everything wasn't so high stakes with me sometimes. Like, I'm not playing for a million dollars. Why is my heart beating so fast? I'm going to go with uh, Drew Barrymore's retired from acting before she started her show. That is incorrect. Of course, it's a trick question. You've thrown another <laughs> trick question my way, whereas he gets all the, the, the softball. It's fine. It's okay. Um, Man, I'm like starting to take offense, Saeed. I don't know <laughs> about wow. this. Take offense, Simone. Take offense. Like, What are you trying to say about our integrity? <laughs> um, Drew Barrymore did start her talk show first in September of 2020, and then she made her big announcement uh, in March of 2021. That makes a lot more sense. It would make sense to, like, announce your retirement when you have, like, a big platform like that. you already have a thing. Yeah, yeah. rather than... Because then you you, re, you retire, and then people are like, oh, I guess she's done. But, yeah, no, you're right. <sighs> All right. Um, Emmanuel, you have got the final question in the round and the final question of the game. No. Oh. But I've won, mathematically. Let's give it to him. Give it to him. Give what, do you mean, me? give, what do you mean, give That's it to me? I'm you know not... how he was saying his heart was beating really fast? Mine is 76 beats per minute right now. I'm close to resting. <laughs> Whatever. Let's make it exciting. Is that like a bonus that you have an answer or something? Yeah, there actually is. I think, this is just my suggestion. Because the thing is, even if you get a question right, you'll just tie me. Yeah. So, if I get this wrong and we do a tiebreaker... We should just wipe it out. Winner takes all. I'm down, and we can Whoa. just like write our. That's exactly we could just the like kind of we could just like text. Shit. I fuck with. Exactly, I like that. exactly. Let's do it. We can just we'll just text our answers to Laura, and we'll just do it, we'll do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm into it. Uh, Emmanuel, your question is: In the 1960s, kids were discovering the joys of cooking by light bulb with the introduction of the Easy Bake Oven. Years later, George Foreman, the two-time world heavyweight champion and Olympic gold medalist, would release his iconic electric countertop grill. But Emmanuel, which came first? 
Foreman's Olympic gold medal, or the invention of the Easy Bake Oven. The Olympics for a while were like the thing you did before you did heavyweight boxing. Maybe that's still because I can't remember. And in that case, you would have been young. But the Easy Bake Oven also is kind of old. Oh, man. Now I kind of want to, I kind of want to go wild on this question just because nah, I, would don't like, sell it. I would love to beat don't you. Don't sell it. Don't sell it. I would it. love to beat you in like a one-off situation nah, like this. No, bro, don't sell it. If you ha- if you think you know the right answer, answer the right answer because okay, okay. I want you to fall flat on your ass because <laughs> of you, not because you're trying to appease me, you know? All right, well, George Foreman's win came before the Easy Bake Oven is what I'm going with. Incorrect. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, the Easy Bake Oven came first. It was introduced to the world in 1963. Damn. George Foreman didn't win his gold medal until 1968 um, at the Olympics in Mexico City. <sighs> We're going to check in for the scores, just, um, you know, to mm-hmm, keep mm-hmm. decorum. Laura, where, where are we right now? For the sake of decorum only, <laughs> it is four to three. Emmanuel is currently in the lead. Four to three. Okay. Um, but that means nothing. It means nothing. It means nothing. Because <laughs> we are going to answer one final question. It is going to be winner takes all. Let's go. And for this one, you're going to have to guess a number. And whoever gets closest to the correct number is going to win. You're going to text Laura your answers. So get your phones ready. So we've had two seasons of Not Past It, right? Yeah. Yep. We've told a lot of stories, made a lot of episodes. Uh-huh. The question for you is, how many original episodes of Not Past It has our team produced over the last two seasons? So not counting cross promos, not counting reruns, but original episodes. Two seasons, original episodes. Over two seasons. Mm Mm-hmm. You guys do make a lot of episodes. Y'all make a lot of episodes. You make a lot of episodes. Like, yeah. what a run. Honestly, can we... Can we yeah, let's, let's get... Let's, we, job, thank you so is, much. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being there for me on Wednesdays. It has been my tuning, pleasure, truly. Tuning in on Wednesdays has been an absolute pleasure. Oh. I really, really enjoy being by your side as you take me through history and just hearing your voice. You're so good at what you do, Simone. Like, you're such a naturally gifted, talented person. You have Mm -hmm. such amazing team behind you of people who are also really gifted and talented. And I can hear it in every episode. And I just... I'm, yeah, I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful. Yeah, yo. So many hits, too. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you both. That's... That's... uh, Very kind. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, But... Back to business. You're gonna send in your answers to Laura, and then Laura, you're gonna you're gonna tell us what the guesses are, and then I'll let you know who got closer. Okay. All right. Locked in. Okay. Locked in. Saeed texted me, forty eight. Okay. Emmanuel texted me, seventy. Wide range. Hmm. Interesting. Well, before I reveal who won, uh, I can tell you that. Neither of you got the number exactly right, but one of you did get closer. Okay. Okay. Over the last two seasons, the Not Past It team has produced 
88 oh. original oh episodes. Oh, my gosh. Which means that 70 is our closest guess, oh. which means that Emmanuel. Yes. Yes. You are our oh. winner. Yes, I can do it. Whatever you can't do, send oh it to me. I will do it. <laughs> what next? What next? Recount the votes. Recount the votes. <laughs> Recount the votes. That's not even a I good victory you know, streak. They say, they say, you don't they even say feel... I actually don't think you're as joyous as you're saying you are right no, now. No, 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 no. I don't think you... You're, no, 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 no. This no, no, win no. is not even in your bones, my man. No, like, no, no. Just, you got to understand, I'm a big believer in the law, as Lauren Hill says, the belief that how you're going to win if you ain't right within. Oh, my <laughs> God. I, I feel... I feel complete. Congratulations, Emmanuel. Wow, thank you. This is so fun. <laughs> This was so fun. <laughs> this also means that you have won one of the most coveted prizes in all competitions. Wow. Which is you get 20 seconds to share what you think should be taught in history class. Oh, So man. you're going to pitch us what should be added to the curriculum. Let's put 20 seconds on the clock and your time starts now. So I think that Susan Boyle on Britain's Got Talent should be shown in every school. Wow. I think it is the... It's, like, my theory is that from then on out, from that moment when she left that stage, the world was doomed. That's the happiest we were ever going to be. Wow, Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle Thank you for bringing that back. It is the thing. When I am feeling sad about the state of the world, I will go watch Susan Boyle wow. sing, I dreamed a dream. Oh, Beautiful. Well, thank you, Emmanuel and Saeed, for coming on, for playing Not Fast at Trivia with us. Um, is there anywhere our listeners can keep tabs on you? Yeah. I mean, both of us are on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm at Newsmanual. I'm at two last names, T-W-O last names. Uh, we're also both on Twitter, basically with the same handles, right? No, I'm Saeed T-T-J on ah, Twitter. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. My handles the same. Um, but yeah, stay tuned. We've got stuff cooking. Yep. Nice. Watch this face. All right. Watch this face. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Simone. Yeah, thank you. This is so fun. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I just... Get, we're all not past it, bro. I know. <laughs> That's I know. Crazy. Made it. Not Past It is a Spotify original produced by Gimlet and ZSP Media. This episode was produced by Laura Newcomb. Our producer is Ramoy Phillip. Our associate producer is Nick Del Rose. Our production assistant is Jasper Jarecki. The supervising producer is Erica Morrison. Andrea B. Scott is our executive editor. Fact-checking by Ian Michael. Sound design and mixing by Emma Munger. Original music by Sax Kicks Av, Willie Green, Jay Bless, and Bobby Lord. Our theme song is Toko Liana by Coco Co, with music supervision by Liz Fulton, technical direction by Zach Schmidt, show art by Elise Harvin and Talia Rockman. The executive producer at ZSP Media is Zach Stewart-Pontier. The executive producer from Gimlet is Matt Schiltz. We've got an extended list of special thanks today for everyone who has made this show possible over the last two years. Special thanks to Lydia Polgreen, Abby Ruzica, Dan Behar, Jen Hahn, Emily Wiedemann, and Liz Stiles. 
Thank you to our producers, Jake Maya Arlo, Kenzie Clark, Julie Carley, Sarah Craig, Tom Carroll, Amy Padula, Mary Rose Madden, Olivia Briley, Naomi Bronner, Carla Javier, and Ethan Oberman. To our editors, Moral Waltz, Katie Feather, Annie Gilbertson, Kelly Prime, Brittany Luce, Sakia Gibbons, Aaron Edwards, Liza Yeager, and Laura Morris. Our engineers, Bobby Lord, Matthew Bull, Hansdale Shu, Haley Shaw, Bumi Hidaka, Sam Baer, Peter Leonard, and Katherine Anderson. Our fact checkers, Jane Ackerman and Ian Michael. Our voice actors, Ben Britton, Shelley Chenoy, and John Butts. And further special thanks to Nicole Beamsterbauer, Ray Rodriguez, Bronwyn Davila, Lindsay Farber, Lauren Silverman, Valentina Powers, Justin McGoldrick, Julian De La Paz, Ella Walsh, Ariel Joseph, Justin Lundstrom, Megan Tartamella, Clara Sankey, Rosie Guerin, Rehan Harmansi, Nabil Cholampat, Joshua Bianchi, Sam Walters, Amanda Long, Jesse Hart, Renita Jablonski, Brendan Klinkenberg, Matt Nelson, Amy Rose Strasser, Janicia Thomas, Nazanin Rafsanjani, Courtney Holt, and Danielle Casolino. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Simone Polanin. Thanks for hanging. I love our hangs. And as our editor Aaron Edwards likes to say, never goodbye, always see you later. I think I'm Charlotte. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm interesting. Charlotte. You know, I see a plan for my life and I struggle when it doesn't completely go that way. Mm-hmm. Very romantic. Scandalized sometimes by yeah. our group chats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, but like, but like, uh, you know, a certified baddie. Thank you. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah, so it took a second for me to register that you're no, calling yeah, me a baddie. No, you're, that you're, so much. You're a baddie, bro.